in today's teaching on Gently Spoken Advice. Geshe Sonam will explore the reason why the kindness of the enlightened ones, the Buddhas, and the kindness of sentient beings is equal, and why we depend very much on sentient beings for our own spiritual development towards enlightenment. Please enjoy. So first of all, Geshe-la would like to say whichever place you find yourself in, he would like to wish all of his Dharma friends Tashidele. Happy greetings. So then Geshe-la would like, um, on the basis of what he shares, for all of us to be able to recognize our precious human rebirth. And on the basis of being able to recognize that precious human rebirth, then in a relaxed way to be able to cultivate the inner causes of happiness. So then, of course, uh, as we are within samsara, as we are within cyclic existence, then we are going to encounter different difficulties and obstacles. So what we have to try to do is try not to kind of inflate those or make them into a big deal. Instead, understanding that this is the nature of samsara, of cyclic existence, we should look within. We should use an um, inner method to develop a stable mind, cultivate the inner causes of happiness, and cultivate uh, inner relaxed contentment. <laughs> So we also need to understand that in terms of the um, nature of our mind, whether it is a stable or uh, unstable, whether we are able to keep it relaxed or whether it is not relaxed, we have to understand that the outer conditions are not the main cause for what is a happening in the mind. What we have to do is turn our attention inward and then work on our mind with mindfulness and introspection and that will help us develop the relaxed peace. And so in terms of um, the happiness that we are seeking for this life, future lives, the happiness that we are seeking for both self and others, in order to be able to achieve that happiness, it's very important to engage with the practices of both method and wisdom. So then, um, 
according to the instructions and the experiences of not just the hundreds but the thousands of uh, holy beings who have been able to cultivate whatever country we find ourselves in, whatever place we find ourselves in, whether we find ourselves alone, whether we find ourselves with others, whatever type of environment we find ourselves in, if we develop these inner practices of method and wisdom, not only can we bring forth a relaxed mind, the happiness of ourselves, but we will also be able to contribute to the happiness of others. 어단네스 understanding that there are uh, many uh, living examples of how to do this then we should bring forth our own uh, sort of decision that from now on I am going to use my human rebirth for uh, something positive in and then we should cultivate in a happy relaxed way so then what I will do now is I will share a, a verse. I will explain a shloka or a verse to all of you. And this is not just some minor verse. This is an extremely precious and important verse. And this is a verse that if we uh, cultivate it, it is something that will bring us benefit all the way until Buddhahood, all the way until enlightenment, whether we look from the point of view of lifetime to lifetime in the future, or whether we look from the point of view of establishing happiness this very life. And so this verse comes from the son of the conqueror Shanti Deva's text called the Bodhisattva Charyavatara, the Bodhisattva's way of life. So I'll read the English. A Buddha's qualities are gained from the sentient beings and conquerors, so that means the Buddhas alike. So why do I not respect them in the same way as I respect the conquerors? <laughs> so, of course, um, uh, all of us, both self and others, we need to achieve happiness, right? So some people, uh, seeking to achieve this happiness, they put the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas first, and they give them kind of like extraordinary uh, respect and deference, don't they? <laughs> but we can see what our habit is, is we elevate these Buddhas and these Bodhisattvas. We think that they are so amazing and offer them this great respect. But then we don't pay much attention. We don't pay much deference to all of the uh, sentient beings in the world. <laughs> so this verse is saying that that is actually a grave mistake. That's a mistaken attitude. So 
So why is this a mistaken attitude? Because whatever your object of attainment is, in other words, whatever aim you are trying to achieve, whether it is bringing forth the bodhicitta rooted in love and compassion, uh, whether it is achieving the final state of complete enlightenment, uh, Buddhahood, whether it is even just the perspective of achieving the happiness day to day in this life, all of these things are only possible due to other sentient beings. So, in terms of the very best object of attainment, that is complete enlightenment, where we are able to fully bring forth the positive mental qualities, and through the shining light of that wisdom, completely defeat ignorance and all of the afflictions connected with it. In order to achieve that final object of attainment, if you were to say, is this happening because of uh, the Buddhas or is this happening because of sentient beings, you could not say one or the other. They are both equally important. The Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas, you could say, are 50% and sentient beings are 50%. So perhaps some of those of you who may be new to the Dharma, you don't know, but um, the, the Buddhas, the holy beings are teaching, they are saying that all of the problems, all of the difficulties that we encounter here within samsara, in cyclic existence, this is ultimately arising from ignorance and the imprints or the latencies left behind by ignorance. So we need to understand that um, ultimately, if we want to achieve this ultimate happiness, this final object of attainment, then what do we need to do? We need to purify both ignorance and the imprints left behind by that ignorance. So ignorance and its imprints. And we also should understand that we do have the potential or capacity to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So all of us, if we really think about this and activate our mind around us, then um, the respect, the difference that we offer to the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas, we should also offer equal respect, equal care to uh, all of the sentient beings. And why is this the case? Well, because from the point of view of this ultimate object of attainment, which was described, it depends equally upon the Buddhas and sentient beings. 50% based upon the holy beings and 50% on sentient beings. So they are equally important. Yeah, so you could say that um, uh, Shanti Deva's uh, exhortation here, it's like uh, understanding um, uh, the importance of uh, the Buddhas and ascension beings for this object of attainment, then uh, why are you offering 
all of this kind of respect and deference to the Buddhas and the holy beings, but ignoring all sentient beings. And it, it's almost as if he's kind of like uh, really sort of, you could say, almost upset about this, really, really bringing this point home. So all of us, so we need to understand that when we speak about all sentient beings, this really means all sentient beings. It's not only those people close to you or your friends. It doesn't exclude your enemies. It really is a taking into account that achieving this depends upon all sentient beings. And then based upon this awareness, you have this feeling of being really close, being really connected to all of these sentient beings. And if you have this honest feeling of uh, deference and appreciation for sentient beings, then what you'll find is that because of that feeling coming into your mind, you are naturally relaxed. You are naturally happy. So let's take an example of thinking about an organization or a company where you have like uh, the head of the, that company or the boss and you also have all of the workers. So what you want to do is you want to have a vast vision. So ultimately, people understand that they have to do the assignments and so forth that the boss assigns and on this basis, they get their wages and they can buy their food and do all the things that they need to do. But also, similarly, not only do they need to uh, do the work for the boss, but they also need to show appreciation and respect for their co-workers by understanding that both the relationships with the boss and the co-workers are important, then harmoniously they can work together very effectively and then achieve the things they need. So on this basis, if you kind of think like this, you are able to reduce your pride. You are able to bring forth an attitude of respect. You are a cause for happiness of a self and others, and you extend that respect to all beings without exception. So both human, animals, and so forth. So on this basis, understanding that, you know, this connectedness is something that is really true, that on this basis, thinking um, how wonderful it would be if all sentient beings could be free from suffering, uh, may they be separated uh, from that suffering. They will be separated from that suffering. And one brings forth this powerful uh, compassion into the mind. And on this basis, one becomes uh, more relaxed and happy. So thank you very much. Geshe-la's request to you is that all of you, with this precious human rebirth, you infuse your life uh, with these principles of love and compassion and in this way proceed happily. Yeah, So thanks so much. We <laughs> shall end it there.